there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Well, we've been in this series on how to develop the virtues of the fruits of the Spirit in our children. And uh, until until today, uh, we have been really systematically talking about each fruit of the Spirit, talking about how first we need to model the fruit, and then we have to resource it for our kids, give them the tools that they need in order to develop that fruit of the Spirit. And then we start practicing it with them, like it's a one, two, three step process. And then after we have practiced it with them, then it's time that we can start expecting them to exhibit that fruit of the Spirit. Well, today we're talking about goodness. And I've been tossing this around in my mind uh, for a while now. And it's like, goodness is kind of a, in my mind anyway, goodness is kind of a different fruit of the spirit. Um, you know, we could, we can say, you know, your kid is being good or your kid is being bad. You know, some of, sometimes there's, there's just that mentality with our kids. Like we want our kids to be good kids, but what does that really truly mean when we are, when we are thinking about the fruits of the spirit? Um, because it's, it's very action oriented. And as I thought about this, I realized, you know, all of the fruits of the spirit are verbs. Um, you know, when we talk about love, we're not talking about it as a feeling. We're talking about it as a verb that we're, it's something that we do. We love others and, and we, and by putting others first. And then, and then, you know, last week we talked about kindness and kindness is a verb. It's something that you do. You are kind to other people. Um, and you know, that's, that's the case with all of the fruits of the spirit. But I feel like with goodness, there's not really a way to look at it from a different angle other than a verb. Now, I mean, at least in my mind, I, I, I just, as I've, as I've been processing this, I haven't come up with a way to look at it as, you know, as a feeling necessarily, um, like the other ones could be. And so I want to just take some time today and talk about goodness and, and maybe not as systematically as we have with the other fruits of the spirit, but just talk about goodness and, and where that, where goodness comes from and how can we help our kids to develop this, this spirit, this fruit of goodness in their hearts and in their everyday lives. Uh, because I think that this, this could be uh, really transformational for us as parents and for, for our families and for our kids individually as well, if we can really grasp this concept of goodness. So that's where we're headed today. Stick with me and, um, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about some strategies. We'll get practical, but um, overall, it's, it's going to be just kind of a, a broad scope of what is goodness.
Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. As I've looked at all of these fruits of the Spirit, I feel like they all point back to, well, to three. (laughs) I honestly, honestly, I think they're all interwoven um, and I think they all are interrelated. But there are three that really stand out to me as like core words for us as Christians as we as we look at how the Spirit of God works in us and through us and flows out of us as as fruit um, the way the Bible describes it and those are love faithfulness and goodness um, the Bible says Jesus said that the the first commandment the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so Jesus himself points to love as as the greatest commandment, as the and and the second greatest, right? Um, love God and love others. And if you really study the um, the Ten Commandments, you'll find that five of them are about loving God, and five of them are about loving others. And so from the beginning of time, God has, has really impressed this on his people and, um, and wanted us to understand the importance of love. And where does love come from? Well, it comes from a faithful, um, a faithful demeanor. It comes from putting God first, right? Loving God and loving others. Loving God means means being faithful, means um, communing with him and, and, and reading his word and, and preaching the gospel to those who are lost. And so we'll talk about that as we talk about faithfulness. But then what about loving others? Well, it comes from this spirit of goodness and of, and of kindness and gentility. And, you know, so again, like you could you could, uh, you can interwoven. All of these um, fruits of the spirit are interwoven, like they're all connected. But this spirit of goodness um, means that that what you do matters. It matters to God and it matters to others. And so as we as we really dive into goodness today, I want us to recognize who goodness comes from. Goodness can only come from the one true God, the good, the, the, the good, good father, right? Um, the opposite of good is evil. (laughs) The opposite of goodness is evil. And, um, and so if you really want to get to the heart of goodness, it comes from God. As you could say about all of these fruits of the spirit, because that is, you know, intrinsically what it, what they are. They are fruits of the spirit of God with working within our hearts. So as we think about what does goodness look like practically, um, the first, the first thing that I want us to really grasp onto is the fact that goodness comes from faithfulness. It comes from 
from being faithful to, to God. It comes from, um, from reading God's word, diving into scripture, attending church, discussing, um, what, what God has placed on your heart and doing what he is calling you to do. And that's the biggest part of goodness, doing what God is calling you to do. But see, you can't get to that point until you have God's spirit working within you and you're fostering that relationship with him. And so once you get to that place where like, where the Holy Spirit inside of you is convicting you about something or really pushing you to do something about what, whatever it may be, um, then goodness is actually following through on that. Um, let, let's, let's come up with, let's come up with an example of this. You are in a heated discussion with someone, um, and, and perhaps they're, um, talking about something that is really near and dear to your heart. And they're on the opposite side of the, of the line of, of what you believe. Um, and it may be something that's, that is really important to God. And you happen to know that like, you know, God says this about this issue, Um, and they just get really heated with you. Goodness is allowing the spirit of God within you to, to work through you in a way that shows love and kindness and gentleness that shows all of these things, all encompassing goodness is, is speaking the truth in love in that instance. And, and this is, that's what the Bible says. And so if you have really been digging into God's word and you know this about what, what God says is true, but also how to do that, how to speak the truth in love, then that goodness can flow out of you in that circumstance. I heard recently about a a woman who was, she was saying that, you know, someone was, was really, uh, kind of attacking her personally and, and, you know, they were in some sort of argument and she just felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit to be quiet and to not, I mean, what she really wanted to do is she really wanted to attack them back, right? That's just, that's what she wanted to do. But she was so in tune with the spirit of God within her that she said, you know what, God's calling me to, uh, ju- to just be silent right now. And that's not always what God says to do. And so you really have to be in tune with his spirit within you in order to make that kind of a decision, right? Goodness is allowing the spirit of God within you to make those decisions and then, and then following through, actually doing what, what God is calling you to do in those situations. Just like all of the other fruits of the spirit, we cannot expect our kids to develop goodness until we are working on it in our own hearts and until we have um, at least gotten close to mastering it in our own hearts. Um, you know, the, the kids in our lives are watching us and, and you know, they, they will sometimes listen to what we say, but more than that. They are watching what we do and they're watching what we don't do. And so they're going to start to notice this spirit of goodness coming 
out of you as you really lean into God and lean into the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit within you to to work. And so, you know, it it would be a really great idea if this is something that is really um, that that God is really tugging on your heart about. Um, get into a Bible study about the Holy Spirit. Really dig in. Um, find out how to how to hear His voice and um, and really really dig into to what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit and then start to learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit um, when when He nudges you when He speaks to you um, when He convicts you. Um, and see how that plays out in real life. Um, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. And, you know, as, as we've talked about these other fruits, we've talked about, okay, model it first and then resource it for your kids. Well, maybe we can, maybe we can kind of talk about it in those kinds of steps because resourcing goodness for our kids, although it may look different than the other fruits of the spirit, um, it, it's going to look a lot like faithfulness, right? We resource our kids with with um, bringing them to church on a weekly basis, not just regularly the way that our, our culture defines that these days, but weekly. Every single week we're going to church, we're putting God first um, teach them how to tithe, teach them how to dig into scripture, get them involved in a Bible study, do family devotions, memorize verses together. Again, this is all things that we're going to talk about with faithfulness next week. But, um, but as we develop this spirit of faithfulness in our children, we will then be able to see the spirit of God working inside of them, um, and to develop this this goodness to develop this spirit of of goodness and recognizing when God is pushing on their hearts to do something or to stop talking or <laughs> or to give or whatever it may be right and then you know we talk about practicing it and I think that I think that it's so important to talk these kinds of things through with our kids especially with goodness because so it's 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 really hard not to be judgmental when it comes to goodness. Um, and let me let me develop this thought for us. Uh, just give me a minute. <laughs> um, when we see someone um, do something or not do something that perhaps God is calling us to do or to not do, um, we can we can feel like oh well they're not as good of a Christian as I am. Um, so if they're not doing something that God has called me to do, it's really easy for me to judge them and think that they're not, you know, they're not a Christian or that they're not following God. And yet it may have been that God placed it on your heart to do it and he placed it on their heart not to do it, whatever it may be. This is, this is so important as Christians because we are reliant on the Holy Spirit and working within us in order to to do this, to do good, <laughs> to do good in the world, right? And so um, if the Holy Spirit is telling me to do something, that does not mean that he is telling everyone to do it. 
And so when, this is why it's so important to talk to our kids about goodness because the Holy Spirit nudges us and we obey and our kids need to know that we're doing this because of what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. Some things I may do just because I feel like it. Some things I may do just because I feel obligated to. But when those moments come that the Holy Spirit is telling me to do it and I'm going to obey, I need to talk to my kids about that and, and help them to recognize that, you know, this is different. I'm doing this out of the goodness that flows from the Holy Spirit within me, not out of obligation and not out of just, oh, I just feel like doing this. And so those good behaviors, um, there's a difference between good works that are just, you know, whatever kind of things and good works that are from the Holy Spirit. So as we, as we talk to our kids about this and as we help them understand, then they're going to recognize that, oh, there's, there's a difference. There's a difference between doing my homework because my mom said to do my homework and, um, taking care of someone's dishes because I can tell that they're really tired tonight and I want to do something to serve them. There's a huge difference between those two. They're both good, but one flows out of a spirit of goodness and one flows out of just obedience, which is also good. And it's also what God calls us to, right? <laughs> Uh, but there's just, there's a difference there. And so helping our kids recognize the difference um, will help them to better listen to the Holy Spirit's, the Holy Spirit working within their hearts in the future. Another aspect of goodness that I want to touch on just before we finish up here is the fact that we as Christians should assume the best of people. We should assume the best of people. Um, this can be really hard and you, know, you don't really realize that you're doing it until you realize that you're doing it or not doing it, I guess I should say. When we um, look at other people, it's so easy to judge them. Um, and so, like I said before about how, well, if God tells me to do it, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's telling everybody to do it. It might be that he's telling someone else not to in order that I will um, have the opportunity to obey and follow God's lead, follow the, the lead of the Holy Spirit within me. Um, we, can't, we can't assume what God has placed on everybody's hearts. And so... This is just an attitude not of judgment <laughs> to assume the best of people. If we can come to a place in our hearts where we are assuming the best of everyone in our lives, we are going to, first of all, we're going to be so much more at peace with the world around us. Um, but we're also, we're going, we're going to overflow with goodness toward people when we assume that someone is, you know, in a, is in a hurry um, because they're just a maniac on the road, you know, a driver or <laughs> I, I had, I had this experience yesterday where I was, I had my turning signal on to turn left and I was going to U-turn, but it wasn't a turning lane. Now, I don't know, maybe that's not legal. I have no idea. It didn't say no U-turn. Um, and it, there was a median anyways, <laughs> I don't know if I was right or wrong to be completely honest. And so like, 
that's my my that's me trying to have this attitude of assuming the best in people but when the light turned green and I didn't go I kind of scooched up so that people could go around me but my turning signal had been on and I th- one person honked at me and three person three people literally yelled at me through their window Um, And it was just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that people would treat me this way, strangers on the road, when it took me five seconds to not move, you know, like it was just crazy. So, okay, (laughs) what was my point in all of that? Um, we, We need to assume the best in people. And so when we're behind a person who has their left turn signal on. Now, maybe someone who was yelling at me was trying to tell me that's not a turn lane. You can't actually turn there. You know, like maybe that was actually what they were yelling. There's me assuming the best in people. And to be honest, it's really hard for me to believe that that's true, but I'm trying. But then the people behind me needed to assume the best in me too, right? And so <laughs> my kids will will sometimes say, We're talking about traffic, so that's why I was thinking about this. My kids will sometimes say, why don't you honk at them? Like if they're not going at a green light um, or, you know, something like that. And I, I, my response is always the same to my kids. I don't honk at people unless it's dangerous. I don't. And it's one way that I try to practice patience in my life, but it's also a way that I try to be kind. And I feel like that's part of like that goodness flowing out of me. Now, Now, my husband does not have the same conviction as me about that. He will honk. He'll just, you know, like the light beep, beep, you know, like if somebody does not realize that the lights turned green, he doesn't have that same conviction and that's okay. Um, But I want to assume the best in people. Maybe they're having car trouble. (laughs) Maybe uh, there's a kid crying in the back seat and they're tending to that. Like, I don't want to put extra pressure on them to move. Um, and I also, you know, I, I don't judge people who don't have that same conviction as me, like my husband, who will do a little beep beep um, to somebody. So that's just like a very st- stupid example <laughs> of, of like expecting the best of people and, and, and assuming, assuming the best of people um, that, you know, maybe they're just, maybe they're just having a bad day. Because most of the time, my friends, when somebody does evil towards you, it's more about them than it is about you. Um, and that's such a, <laughs> that's such a hard thing to recognize in the moment. Um, but if we can get to the place where we're recognizing that, then when our kids come home and are crying because a friend or a teacher or someone on the bus, you know, has been mean to them, has done evil toward them, then we can help them understand that's not, that was not about you. That was about them. Like we take what we can learn from these experiences, but when people do evil toward us, that is on them. And that is about their heart, not about ours. And we have to still respond with goodness. (sighs) It's so hard. It's so hard to 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 have this spirit of goodness um, and not allow the enemy to 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 penetrate that and to um, allow these evil thoughts and evil actions into our hearts because 
it, we're just surrounded by it, right? We're surrounded by people who do evil. We're surrounded by people who do not know Jesus. Um, we're, sur- we're inundated with the media and, and <laughs> with the, the internet and the world at our fingertips and being able to know anything right away. And just all of these things make it really difficult to actually practice goodness the way that the Bible teaches. But if we can really focus our hearts and our minds on the Lord and tune out the, the evil spirits around us, then we will, we will continuously um, be, be walking closer and closer to Jesus and his spirit of goodness will overflow out of us. Well, that's all I have for us today, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me. It means a lot to me um, when you subscribe to my podcast and you listen. And um, it's just very, very encouraging to me to know that I've got listeners out there. And um, I just really love resourcing and supporting parents for ministry in their homes. And so until next time, this is Beth Goodberry and I'm signing off. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.